Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kujomensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 12th of September in the year 2022, and the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us and life in general. Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Life is glorious. Life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, Life Without Reflections Upon One's Way of Life. Is self-destruction part three. I repeat, life without reflections upon one way, one's way of life is self-destruction part three. And this is a continuation of our previous uh, episode, the last two episodes on this on the same topic. And so today we're going to look at another aspect of our life, Africans, and how we actually look at this and the analysis we are making. In with regards to all these things that are happening in our lives. Every human being's life is a complete package and therefore it is our responsibility to look into our lives from every angle and begin to analyze it and see how best we can get the best out of life. Without this, we will not get anything out of life. We will only be living a, a, a life or leading a life which is more or less like the lower animals or the plants or the, yeah, the lower animals and the plants because they don't do analysis. They don't have the power of thought. But as men and women, human beings created in the image and the likenesses of God, we have the ability, we'll be given the power and the ability to analyze things and make things work. We are deliberate creators. And so I have had many, many of my fellow Africans, both educated and uneducated, both recognized and not uh, unrecognized, making statements, always we attributing our failure, we attributing our situations to the Europeans and other foreigners that we believe that they have come to steal our own natural resources. And therefore, they have made us who we are. Some are actually calling for reparation of some of these uh, things that has been taken away. We are asking for compensation for all these things. Whilst all these things are good, it is good to think in this way. It is also at the same time a universal truth that it does not match or it does not mirror any universal law in this world or in the universe. And therefore, the universe is a place of law, but not morality. If morals is what is holding the universe in check, such that nothing changes, our life remains, everything remains how it is since the one, then that we can actually play this game along the moral or morality, human morality. But that is not the case. It is the law. And therefore, whatever thing that happens into your life, whatever thing that had happened in your life or in the life of a group of people, is as a result of they going against certain laws. And therefore, the only way to change it, the only way to revert it, is not, for, it's not to call for reparation, it's not to call for compensation of that, 
but is to look for the law and then obey the law. And as the law always is setting, it will give back to us. It will give back to the person in question the right results or the right effects. And so your life, everyone's life, our life is governed by cause and effect. Anyway, so today we are looking at these reflections upon our lives. And as I've been, I started, there is no way that an African will stand that will not attribute or will not make mention of how our regional resources have been looted by the Europeans. And everything that we see in Europe was made uh, is as it came it came about as a result of our natural resources. Well, today I am here to actually uh, open your mind and draw your attention to another area that is developing. Actually, this one it is even more of conscious. We are voluntary. We are actually moving it. We are, we are moving this area into the hands of the very people that we are accusing for stealing our raw materials. And as a matter of fact, if you are able to get one person from a group of people, that you are able to use the person to do something great, you, are, you have cheated that group of people or you have gained from that group of people more than any natural resources that you can take in this world. And one of the things that we are not seeing is that they have developed their lands and that is why now all men and women are always including africans we want to go to where they are because they have developed their lands they are living a life that is better than ours and so this migration has brought up a certain trend and that is all of us that have moved from africa and settled in europe and north america we have given birth we are all calling ourselves uh, americans canadians british germans or whatever and so our children automatically become nationals of these citizens of these nations. They are citizens, and they grew up in this system, and therefore their way of life is in alignment with this system. Well, you look on the surface that we uh, you and you conclude that we only went for greener pastures, but it is a law that has made this possible. That is the law of cause and effect. What they have created has become an attraction. And therefore, men and women from all parts of the world, we, we have moved to this world, or this part of their lands, and therefore we are contributing to the development of their lands. And so, the byproduct is our children. We have given birth to children, and now our children are growing up. They have taken up positions in this part of the world. But the fact is that Africa will not benefit from this in any way. And so, we, if we are to reflect upon our lives, we will come to the realization that the raw materials that we believe that they have stolen, it is not even painful than the kind of trend that is becoming now. The finest educated people, the well-educated people in Africa, everyone wants a job in either United Kingdom, United States, or any developed world. But we don't want it in Africa. And so we are moving. And if you look at this, it is even more painful and even greater than the raw materials that they came for. At the end of the day, the raw materials, there are some still there. But now, the people that we need in our land or on our land in our countries to help develop and move our nations forward, they are rather taking positions in the already developed nations and moving them forward. And, and this is not by chance. This is not by anyone's uh, cheating, but it is by the law. And the law is that use your mind 
and let things work. You are a deliberate creator. Create your world. Create your environment. Create your surroundings in such a way that it matches the level of human development and becomes automatic attraction such that you also attract people onto your land and they will come and help contribute or help or contribute to the development of your land, of your country. And so all of us are here, including me speaking to you. I'm in Canada. Actually, my two daughters were born in the United Kingdom and then the third one in Canada. So they are, they are British, Canadians, and this, the last one is a Canadian. And so they have the right to stay here and do whatever they want to do. But the fact is that it is my own country, Ghana, that has suffered, that loses. Okay, so we are, I just want to draw your attention to you, my fellow African, whoever is listening to me, that even the raw materials that we are blaming people that they have come to loot and take in there, there is something that is even has already developed that is more than the raw materials, and that is the human mind our own sons and daughters have become asset to the already developed world because they, we have been attracted to what they have created and therefore automatically the universe has rewarded them with our children. So it is a kind of refined slavery. It's a kind of slavery, slave system. By this time around, we are bringing ourselves here and then our children also are born into it and therefore they continue it. They continue with that trend. And so if we, are in, if we are actually reflecting upon our lives, then we should become conscious of the fact that it is not even raw materials now, but it is human beings, human beings, well-educated people that are being taken from us to the developed world. And so today I'm going to use a few examples. And the examples I'm going to use are fresh ones. I'm going to use United Kingdom as an example. And as a matter of fact, when I was in the United Kingdom, uh, there was a, a cabinet minister. The first black person to become a cabinet minister was Paul Boatin. His father was a government minister in Ghana. Paul Boatin's mother was a, a, was, a, a, was a British. But the fact is that Paul Boatin settled in, the, in England. Everything that he has done is, was, or is, was and is still is in England. Ghana doesn't benefit from it in any way. The only thing that Ghana will benefit is that Maybe we stand there, one of our ministers or our big people will stand and say that, oh, a Guinean, this is the first black person that has been a cabinet minister in the United Kingdom. That is what we say. Apart from that, the contribution that they make to the development of the UK doesn't come to Ghana. It doesn't come to Africa. And that is a typical example. And the fresh ones are the new government that has been formed in the United Kingdom. I follow British politics very well. And if you look at the cabinet that has been formed, one of the top positions went to a son of Africa, a Ghanaian, born to both a father and a mother, Ghanaians, that have migrated to the United Kingdom. And his name is, Paul, um, his name is Kwesi Kwarting. Kwesi Kwarting is a son of both two Ghanaians, a man and a woman that have migrated to the United Kingdom. He grew up there, and now he's become the Chancellor of the Exchequer, or let me say the, the, the Finance Minister of the United Kingdom. And so he is now taking control and helping to shape the finances of Great Britain. But the fact is, 
if we have such a brain, if we have such intellectual whose parents are from Africa, Ghana, then it is befitting and wise that this brain go back, goes back to Africa, goes back to Ghana, have to shape the economy of Ghana. The economy of Ghana is more than something that we can, they cannot even describe it. Now we've gone back to IMF. So we see that the very thing that we are running away, we are falling into it. This time it is not even raw materials, but it is human capital. If the whole Britain, a son of Africa, is appointed to manage their finances, that means they have taken something more than even the raw materials we are talking about. So Kwesi Kwati is the finance minister or the chancellor of the exchequer of Great Britain, as I'm talking to you right now. That is even more painful than the raw materials that they've taken. As a matter of fact, that is more painful. And Kwesi Kwati's children will follow. They will also be there. They will never come to Ghana. They will never go to Africa. Because the life that they have experienced, whatever they are experiencing in the Great Britain, Ghana can never offer to them. So they will remain there. This is just one example. And then if you go down, another uh, cabinet minister, her name is actually, they made it Kemi uh, Badenok, but her actual name is Olukemi Olufontu Badenok. She's the, son, she's the daughter of Nigerians that were in the United Kingdom. Now, the daughter of Nigerians have risen to become the Secretary of State for International Trade and President of the Board of Trade. This is the daughter of Africa, Nigeria's economy. What is it? We have people who cannot manage the economy of Nigeria, but now the daughter of Africa, the daughter of Nigerians, is now managing that of Great Britain, and she's going to do it and do it efficiently. So you will see that these two people that I have mentioned, they are more than all the gold, all the raw materials that the, 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 white, the British took from us in the olden days. They are more than that because the human brains is more important than any other thing. The human mind is more important than any other. And now we have two important personalities in Great Britain moving, helping and moving and shaping the economy, the state of Britain, but not Ghana, not Nigeria, not any African country. And so my brother, my sister, whoever is listening to me, life without reflections upon one's way of life is self-destruction. Our preoccupation with the demands for the returning of our raw materials and whatever, whatever is more or less self-destructions. Now, it's like going through, and look, it has slipped out of our hands. And now, it is not about raw materials. It is about human capital, human mind, that they are mining from Africa and using it to develop their land. These are just two examples. If you go through any part of the developed world. You see this, some of these things happening. And none of these people's children, none of these uh, Africans will go back to Africa because they've been exposed to a certain life that Nigeria can offer Kemi and her family. The Kwesi Ghana cannot offer. Therefore, they will remain there. Chancellor, the former Chancellor of uh, Exchequer, he's not coming to Ghana. He's not. He's not coming to Ghana. And then the third one is James Clavery, who is the foreign secretary. James Clavery is uh, 
James Clavery's mother is from Sierra Leone, and the father a British, but he decided to settle in Britain, and now a half African is already helping to shape Af a Britain. He is the foreign secretary. So if you look at this, and if you add Paul Boatin, there are some other black people that had already occupied positions in Great Britain. Now, all Africans in developed world, we are going into politics because we want to know that we, are, we also have to be heard and we will have to be, I mean, to, to, uh, yeah, to be considered that we are, we are here, we are there. Yeah. And so our children are rushing into politics and all other areas. But the fact is that if we have these brains, if we have these intellectuals, we have these people who can do this job perfectly, wouldn't, have, wouldn't, have been, wouldn't it have been a better option for them to come back to Africa to help us develop? But the fact is that even if they come back to Africa, they cannot do anything because there are no systems, there are no structures, there is nothing in place. And the life that they have lived here, they cannot come back to Africa. And so it is more painful than the raw material. So it is about time that we take our mind from the raw materials and begin to come to, to become awakened to this, that even there is a painful one which is developing now. This is Great Britain. And if I'm to go even further and bring in the United States of America, I will give you 10 millions of people that have that. But there is only one person that, even that person alone, is more than millions. And that is a former president of the United States, Barack Obama. Barack Obama's father is a, a Kenyan. Normally, you go to where your father comes from. But Barack Obama settled in the U.S. And he went on to become the president of the universe, the U.S. for eight years. All the eight years, his contribution, everything that Barack Obama is doing in his lifestyle, in his lifetime to the development of whatever they get, will not go to Kenya. It is in the United States. And so when you look at all these things, you see that we are already behind. We are already at a disadvantage because we haven't organized our life because we are ignorant about some laws. Whilst we are looking at things from the surface, they look at it from the highest point of view and they look for the laws and obey them. And once they, look, they obey the laws, the universe reward them whatever thing that they need, whatever thing that they desire. So life without reflections upon one's way of life. It's self-destructive. It's indeed true. And it is a complete reflection of what I'm discussing with you. Or what I'm discussing with you is a complete reflection of this statement. Africans, we are not thinking. Africans, we are not using our minds. Wild, and it's like we are chasing things all the time. Until something happens, then we begin to react. Until something happens, we begin to react. But that is not how life is supposed to be. Life is supposed to be proactiveness. Life is supposed to be volution. Are you sitting down and looking at your own surrounding, looking at your own situation? Then you begin to desire, you begin to believe and take believe in yourself and take the right action to create a, the right situation that you want to create. And that is when you are developing yourself. You are developing your environment. And that becomes attraction. That, that is what other people see. And then they would like to partake in whatever you are doing. But Africans, that is not what we are doing. So, life without reflections upon one's way of life is, is, is something that all of us have to take into consideration. Are we reflecting upon our lives? If we are really reflecting upon our way of life, then it will come to us that 
even the raw materials are no more in, it's not something that we should be talking about but the human capital that is going out of africa both those born and brought up in africa that are moving and then when we move here our children and our children's children becomes the property of the nations that we settle in the fact is who is coming to africa who is coming to africa that we will benefit from them no one and so ghana's economy sometimes sometime past yeah the finance minister of ghana was blasted from every angle that he was incompetent he wasn't that he was that he was that and that was the events that led to ghana going to imf but here is the case that we have the son of two Ghanaians, a Ghanaian in the United Kingdom, now the finance minister of Great Britain. He would have been a very good asset to Ghana. But here is the case. The laws of the universe is more powerful and the law has taken its course. And therefore, Chris Kwarteng is now the Minister of Finance in the United Kingdom, but not in Ghana. Barack Obama was the, uh, the prime president of the United States, but not Kenya. Kenya, not Kenya, no. Kemi, Kemi, uh, but no. He's the Secretary of Trade, or he's the state, he's the Secretary for State, he's the Secretary of State for International Trade for United Kingdom, but not Nigeria. So my brothers, my sisters, let us wake up. Everything that we are seeing, anything that we are seeing that appears to be that people are cheating, it is not the people's fault, it is our own fault. And that is our inability to use our minds. Our inability to use our minds. So when the Bible says that be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, it is a mathematical truth, it is a universal truth that every human being must continually reveal, reveal his own life by the use or by the application of his mind. Now, these figures, these people that I have mentioned in their names, the only thing that Africans would do is to go about to brag that, oh, Kwesi Kwarteng is the first black man or the black person that has held this particular position. Yeah, I have already read an article or a news item on uh, Ghana Web that says that they stated boldly that he's the first black person to occupy that position. But here is the case. The fact is that we are not even thinking of how we are losing all these great people to other nations. But the fact is that it is not by the work of any other person. It is by the work of a certain law. It's by the work of a universal law. And the only way we can reverse this is to look for the law and obey it. And that is by using our minds. We have to be deliberate. We have to be intentional. What do we want to create? What do we want to make, bring into our lives by ourselves to make our life meaningful that such that people would like to come and enjoy it, people would like to come and taste it? That is the truth. That is the question that we need to ask ourselves. But we are not doing it. We are not doing it. So, my fellow Africans, enough is enough. It is about, this is time that we have to stop these resources and whatever. The fact is that we have the natural resources still with us. We still have them, but we don't even have the technology. We don't even have the ability to mine or to mine these resources. And therefore, we are still going after people to come and do it for us. Why can't we use our minds? 
So a life without reflection, a life without self-reflection upon your own ways of life, you is self-destroying. We are destroying ourselves by our inability to use our minds at the highest level. The examples I have given, as I've already stated, are just a few words. There are a lot of people, there are a lot of people, and the only thing that Africans we do is that we drum, we dance, and make speeches about all these people taking up these positions in these countries on in the uh, international organization. But that doesn't contribute to the development of our nations. It doesn't contribute to the development of Africa. It is life is about give and take. Now Africa has become a reservoir that is supplying intellectual, that is supplying high. Uh, yeah, that is supplying intellectual people, great men and women for other nations. But the question is, who are we taking from these nations? It is a one-way traffic. And it is, if it is a one-way traffic, it is not the people that are doing it. And at the moment, as a matter of fact, even when we go for the visas and they don't give it to us, we curse them. We go to churches, we go to our spiritual people to actually do everything in such a way that we'll get a visa and go to their lands. So we cannot blame that this is not even they they are even trying to block us from coming. But we are doing everything. We are some people are risking their life, trekking across a desert. I mean, uh, uh, taking dangerous uh, whatever uh, trips over the seas, and most 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 of them are dying. Most of them are dying, losing their lives every day. So why is this happening? Why is it that no one is struggling, no one even think of coming to Africa to even have uh, something, just to live, and if not even to, 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 uh, for greener pastures, just to live and enjoy what we have done? No, no one is coming. No one is coming. And this is the time that we have to rise and we have to stand up and begin to think wisely. Whatever thing that has happened in the past has happened. There is nothing we can do about it. They can return all that we are asking for and it will still go back to them. And as a matter of fact, as I'm telling you, they are already having our precious things. And that is our sons and daughters who are rising to become the gems of their nations, helping to manage and move them forward. They have already gone ahead. They have already gone ahead. We are always on the losing side because we are not abreast with the laws of the universe. We are not abreast with the truth of life. That is the truth. And so this is the time that my fellow Africans, whoever you are, wherever you are, we have to wake up. And that is not going after anyone, but looking at what they have done and learn, and learn from whatever they are doing. And as the law is, one plus one is equal to two. So if you don't know and someone teaches you that one plus one is equal to two, whether the person taught you or not, you, if once you understand the principle, you'll get the same answer as he got. And it is the same way if they are developing and their development has become attraction to all men and women, including Africans. That means we only have to learn what they have done. And when we know it and know it and do it better, we will get equal results or even better than what they have done in such a way that we will turn this over such that we will have men and women from all other people, all other places coming to dwell amongst us. And so life without reflecting upon your own ways of life, self-destruction, is indeed true. And I've spoken to you on the, I've spoken on this to you from three different angles, from our natural resources and other things, how we are 
destroying them. We do not have respect for nature. We do not have respect for nature. Then I spoke to you about how we are not responding to our difficulties, the challenges, the cocoa, and other things that we are we, we, we claim to be uh, to be the producers. We are not even being able to uh, make simple implements to be able to make our work easy and efficient. And today I'm speaking to you about immigration, the effects of immigration. All of us have come to this part of the world. Now our children, even some of us have done, most, of the, most immigrants, some of them even risen to occupy big time positions here, but not in Ghana, not in Africa, not anywhere. Why? Why is it? It is because we lack understanding of the laws of the universe and how the world runs. And so once we are talking of raw materials, now they have already moved to another level, even a higher level that they are mining our own children. They are mining their African sons and daughters and using them to develop their wealth. This one we can't call for reparations. We can't call for reparation in that. And that one is even more painful. That is more painful. That is more painful. So my brother, my sister, wherever you are, let us not just look at the prestige. Let us not just look at what these things can, uh, all this appointment that our brothers and sisters are getting as a source of jubilation. Yes, we need to jubilate with them. We need to re rejoice whatever the achievement. But once we do that, let us also be awakened of the fact that what are we doing to get all our children and even including the sons and daughters of the Europeans to our side so that it will be give and take. Give and take. Some are going and some are coming. In the same way, some are coming to us and some are going. And that is why we say there is equal movement. There is equal exchange of all these things. But here is the case that we are not doing that. And it is a result of our inability to develop our lands. No one is to develop Africa for us. No one is to make Africa beautiful. No one is to make Africa great for us. But it is our responsibility. It is our responsibility. So my brother, my sister, whoever you are, whatever you are, let us wake up. The use of the human mind is the only key, is the only key to self-liberation. The correct and the highest use of the human mind is the only key to self-liberation. Whether we like it or not, everything that we are seeing in any part of the world that we call developed came as a result of people being deliberate, came as a result of people being deliberate and looking into the future, imagine, imagine and wish, I mean, visualizing what they want to see, what they want to explain, and then they brought it into existence in their life. That is the matter of, that is the truth. That is a fact. That is a fact. So what are we, what are we, what are we visualizing? What are we imagining? What are we thinking about? That is the truth. These are the key things that we need to do. Instead of we insulting people, instead of we, I mean, accusing people that they have come to loot our raw materials, let us begin to imagine, let us begin to visualize, let us begin to emotionalize the kind of Africa that we want. And as we create it, we will turn all these things over such that Africa will be equal to all other places. But I am putting these this, this thoughts into your mind so that you begin to think about that. It is not, I am a Ghanaian, and Kwesi Kwarteng is a Ghanaian. He becoming the, the, the uh, Chancellor of Exchequer or the Finance Minister of Britain is something that I rejoice in, but it is also another sign of sadness or my kind of mixed feelings. Why is he not in Ghana to help Ghana develop? 
why did his parents actually move from Ghana to United Kingdom, but not some parents moving from United Kingdom to Ghana? That is the fact. So all these things we have to analyze, and it needs deeper reflections. The only way we can turn this around is to encourage one another for us to begin to look at things from the highest point of view, to begin to use our minds at the highest level. No man is shortchanged. No man is, 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 is on this earth without a mind. Every man or woman has a mind. And therefore, if your result is not at the level of other people, that means you are not using your mind efficiently, effectively, and correctly. And this is the time that we have to rise up to begin to look at this. Let us not look at outer things and, always, and draw our conclusions. Every outer situation, every circumstances that you see, you experience in your life has a cause. And the cause is in the in unseen world. The cause is in the mental world. And it is only when we look at the cause from the mental world and change the cause, then we can get a different result. Then that we can get a different result. So whatever we call looting, whatever we call exploitation, whatever we call cheating that the Europeans have done to us, came to us as a result of our inability or our ignorance about the laws of the universe. Now, this is a time that we don't have to repeat it. We have to change it. We have to revert it. And that is by becoming conscious of the fact that the human being is a creator. The human being is here to create his own realities, regardless of whatever you've gone through in the past. And, and, and for that matter, we will rise up and begin to think of an Africa, begin to think of the nations, how we want our nation to develop and walk in that direction with determination and faith and go on to create it. And go on to create it. The more we preoccupy ourselves, we engage ourselves in this kind of attack, I mean, all kind of, uh, what do we call it, negativity, the more we drag ourselves into a lower level of existence. Because we are not reasoning, we are more not reasoning in alignment or along the laws of the universe. As I, as I stated, 2 plus 2, or 1 plus 1 is equal to 2, or 2 plus 2 is equal to 4. There is no other way, there is no answer that you get from these two equations. And therefore, when you don't, if you don't understand, and you ask someone to teach you, as soon as the person teaches you and you understand, it doesn't really matter whether he taught you or not. He will get the same answer, and you also get the same answer, and the two of you will pass the exams. And so it is in, it, it is in our lives. Whatever people have done that they have gotten themselves to wherever they are, that means they know the formula. The only thing that we have to do is to bring ourselves down and learn the formula and use it to, 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 to correct our own lives. And as it is, if Africa is developed and United, uh, the Europe is developed and we are on the same level, there will not be only one traffic of movement. We will have people moving from one side to the other and the other, the other side to this side. That is the truth. So let us wake up. Let us rise up. There is more that the advanced world is gaining from us than the raw materials. The gold and all these things that we are claiming that they have taken is not even painful. But now it is human capital. And as I'm speaking to you, there are more Africans that will take up positions in the developed world. And their contributions, whatever they will do on this earth, will never be on the soil of on the continent of Africa. And if we want to revert it, if we want to stop it, or if we want to make it even, then we have to look for the laws. 
The law of cause and effect is very important in our lives. Actions and reactions are equal. What can we do to stop the, the immigration, to stop our men and women moving to other parts of the world to give birth, such that their children become asset to those nations? We cannot stop it by force. We cannot stop it by any other, but we can only stop it by using our minds to develop our own continent such that our life will no more be painful in such a way that we want to run away from it. That is the fact. So let us rise up. Let us rise up. There is a principle governing everything in this world. There is a principle governing everything in this world. And if you understand the principle, you are done. There is no way that the principle will give you a wrong uh, result or yeah, effect when you are actually following the principle well. So the discord, all the things that we are seeing in our lives, is a result of our inability or ignorance about the principle of life, the principles of life. So let us wake up. Today I have given you only three names. You can go on and do your own research. And even if you take it even into sports, if you bring the sports, the whole of French national team it's made up of Africans. United Kingdom is more, more of them are black people. Some from Caribbean, some from yeah, and then some from Africa. If you take all these European nations, their national teams are becoming Africans. But who is coming? Who is coming to Africa to play for Nigerian Super Eagles or the Ghanaian Blacks or whatever? Who is coming? And so you see that Africa has become a reservoir, just as we were a reservoir of raw materials. Now we are a reservoir of what? Men and women of intellectual ability or high skills that they are draining from us. This is not their work, but it is the work of a law. It is the work of the universe. And it is our responsibility to look for the laws of the universe and obey them and turn this over and turn this such that they will be equal. I, as a matter of fact, we have to, we have to be awakened to this truth. There is no time for us to waste. And there is no time for us to begin to do all that we have been doing. If all that we have been doing is actually working, we should have, get it, we should have gotten the result by now. But the fact that even as we do more, the more we get the negative results, it's, it's a suggestion to all of us that what we are doing is not working. It is not in alignment or there is no principle governing that. Therefore, we are creating discord. We are creating discord. Look into the lives of Africans. Let us, this is the time that we have to call all ourselves down in your own personal life. And then all of us collectively, collectively we have to sit down and do deeper reflections upon our lives. Why, we need to ask ourselves what is going on in our lives. Why is it that Every, in every situation, we are at the losing side. Why is it that in every situation, we are at the losing side? And the more we begin to ask this question and we open ourselves up, we, open, make, we, we develop an open-mindedness, we will get the results. But the fact is, the children of Africa are already now in the developed world and they are taking higher positions. This time round, this is a refined and an advanced form of slavery. We can't call it slavery, but I'm just using it in the kind of uh, a term. Because these people are working and they are getting the position, they are being given everything. But as a matter of fact, it is the movement of the people. It is the movement of the people 
And this time it's by birth. It is by birth. So let us rise up, my fellow Africans. There is the need for us to look at what the advanced world have done. And then we will take it and use it to develop our own self and then do exactly as they've done. And we will get people coming to our side. There is a time that the African continent has to be developed. And as I have been stating all the time, as it states, the African continent is inhabited by only black people. And a group of people that don't have other people living among them don't go forward. They don't go forward. It is foreigners. It is foreigners that makes a nation a nation. And then when the foreigners come, you have what we call diversity. Even amongst us, when we migrate from one country to the other, tomorrow you hear that the host country, they are, they are, upon, they are beating and killing the visiting uh, national from other countries. You see? So this is the time that we have to open up. We have to open up. There is something going on. My fellow Africans, maybe you are not thinking about, you haven't thought about it, there is something going on that is even more painful than the raw materials. And that is the sons and daughters of Africa becoming high, uh, yeah, becoming, uh, taking up high positions in the developed world and helping and shaping the development of this developing world whilst Africa is going down, 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 down. How come that the finance minister of United Great Britain is there. He's well qualified. That is that Ghana didn't have a finance minister that could manage our economy in such a way that we don't go back to IMF. But it has happened. It has happened. So let us rise up. Let us rise up. My fellow Africans, there is no need for us to go after people about past events. There is no need for us to be, I mean, going back to talk about old issues. That those things can never be corrected. And as a matter of fact, they came into our, our life. They came into existence as a result of our own ignorance. And therefore, it will be very painful for our future generation if we also repeat this ignorance. If we repeat this ignorance, then it will be very painful for our children. So let us rise up. Let us rise up. No one is coming to Africa. That should be our burden. That should be. That is what we need to ask ourselves. Why are we the only people going somewhere and other people are not coming to our land? And that is the question or the answer will come to you that we have to begin to use our minds. The British, the Germans, the U, then the North Americans, they use their minds to develop their lands. They, do, they develop where they are and they've made it so beautiful. I am in Canada. If you come to, if you come to Canada, the, the, everything is well laid. Everything is well planned. It, look, life is something that is beautiful here in terms of what they have created. But what are we doing? African, we are running away from our own creation. We are running away from our creation. So let us rise up. As the Greek philosopher said, the unexamined life is not worth living. And as the book of Lamentation also said, let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. And the same way, the Bible in the first Corinthians says, let a man examine himself. Let us begin to examine our lives. Let us not just look at things and begin to dance around it. Kwesikwating and Keme Badenok, that have become cabinet minister, top cabinet ministers in the Brit in the, in the United Kingdom. It's not for Nigerians and Ghanaians to dance and to brag, but it's supposed to cause us to begin to think. How can we get our own children and even the children, the sons and daughters of the Europeans to Africa such that we will blend our minds together and then 
create a beautiful and a wonderful Africa. That should be our dream. And this calls for complete reflections, looking at things and thinking about it from the highest point of view, using your mind in this highest form. That is my calling. It is my calling to bring this message to, I mean, to awaken you to this. It is your responsibility to accept it and let us team up, my fellow Africans. Let us rise up. We are not working against anyone. We don't hold anything against the Europeans or whatever. Whatever happens in the past has happened. This is the time that we have to think of unity. We have to think of oneness in such a way that we bring the sons and daughters of the Europeans and our own children that are born and raised in this part of the world to Africa. That we will create a beautiful and wonderful Africa, a modern Africa, and modern Africa that the sons and daughters of the Europeans, the Asians, all other people are living together, working, working harmoniously to develop Africa, to become a modernized and a developed continent. So that we will no longer be called third world nations. We will no longer be called or the underdeveloped continent. That is the truth. And that is the dream and that is the determination. That is my message for you. The call on you right now, as you are listening to me from today, go in, is begin to think on issues deeply, but don't just look at the superficial effect of it. Don't just look at the superficial effect of it. The sons and daughters of Africa must return home. And we also have to get the sons and daughters of the Europeans and Asians onto the continent of Africa for us to develop a develop, for us to develop a, a develop and a diverse multiracial continent called Africa, such that it will be to the glory of God. That is my message for you. That is my message for you today. Once again, may the overshadowing presence of God that keep the stars in the open from falling on us, and that keeps the planets in their orbit such that they do not clash with one another, lead and guide you, give you open mind and a receptive heart, such that this message will become a light in your mind and in your life that will lead you to a broader life, such that all of us will rise up as the images and the likenesses of God, born with the, the ability and the capability to create our own reality. So we create a favorable and developed reality of Africa, a developed and multiracial and multi, a diverse continent Af or called Africa, that all men and women becomes attracted to and then will be see to will see and rejoice the glory of God. And so when the Bible says for all have sinned, all have sinned, that is the human beings' inability to use their minds to develop their self. And this is the time that we have to repent from that sin and then be with God and create, be the true co-creators with God. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kwejo Mensah and I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, our determination and our drive is the teaching and the propagation of the information about the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. It is our determination to create a new group of Africans who will think and do things in a different way such that we create a new Africa, a diverse and a multiracial Africa, and have a developed Africa that has become an attraction to all men and women, such that we have all men and women from all walks of life on the continent of Africa, showing the, showing the glory of God, which is diversity. And that is my message for you. Thank you, and God bless you.